light shine, you know, arise shine for your light has come. You know, we have to shine the light inside of us. We always have to be conscious of this, that the light we shine is from Jesus. He's the light of the world. So the light that is inside of us should be about Jesus. It should speak about Jesus. It should testify about Jesus. Amen. Our light must testify and speak about Jesus and the kingdom. It should, it should do that. You see, because other people do good works. There are good works around. You have people who are nice people. They do good works, etc. But it has nothing to do with the kingdom. It has nothing to do with Jesus. So somehow when our light is shining, because that light is the light of the world, Jesus, it should somehow testify about Jesus. It should testify about the goodness of the Lord, about the goodness of, of, of Jesus. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It is critical because, the, you see, the, the reason why it's critical is because Jesus is the gospel. Jesus is the good news. You know, we are children of the light. Jesus is the light. And, and mixed with Jesus is the whole aspect of the goodness of God, the love of God, the, the patience of God, the power of God. And it's all wrapped up in Jesus. Hallelujah. So when we let our light shine, it should be shining and reflecting and testifying about Jesus. That is why Isaiah 60, go back to Isaiah 60 chapter 1. It says, arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Our light should let others know that Jesus has come. Our light should let people know. And I'm not saying go and start preaching every single way you go and stuff like that. I'm saying even when you do deeds and people ask you why, let them know the source of that light. Let them know the source of that kindness, that goodness. Let Jesus come out. Let people know that, hey, the Savior has come. Truth has come. Grace has come. Healing has come. The miracle worker has come. Praise the Lord. You and I have to be testifying about Jesus. Light in the Bible is symbolic also of the gospel. We've said so many things light is symbolic of. But it's symbolic of the gospel. That's the good news about Jesus Christ. All about Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 4.3 says this. Paul is talking, he says, even if our gospel is veiled or, or, or covered, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Verse 4, whose minds the God of this age has, has blinded, who do not believe. Notice what it says. Lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Right? Notice what it says. The light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. Then verse 5 says, For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your bond servants for Jesus' sake. And it says, For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. I want you to get something here. Number, verse 4 says this. talks about the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. And the verse 6 talks about the light of the knowledge of the glory of, of God. Really what it's saying that is that sharing the good news about Jesus Christ sheds forth light. It sheds forth light. It sheds forth the, 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 the uniqueness about Christ Jesus. When we share who Jesus Christ is, we are, we are, we are sort of putting him up in a, in a way that makes him distinct from everything else. 
And that's when we let our light shine. You know, the glory of Christ speaks of the praise of Christ, the honor of Christ, the magnificence of Christ. It talks of his excellence. It speaks of his splendor. It speaks of his brilliance. Glory to God. So that's, so, you know, folks, we have good news to share. The glory of Christ speaks of his deity. His deity. He's not just another prophet, folks. He's not just another amazing teacher or philosopher. He is the Christ, the son of the living God. The Bible makes declarations about him that you and I have to let the, know, let the world know. The Bible says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was there in the beginning. He says all things were made through him. Nothing was made that was not made through him. Look at what it says in the book of Hebrews chapter 1. It says, God, who at various times and in various ways, spoken times past to the fathers, by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things. Notice what it says, through him whom also he made the worlds, not just this world, the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and express image of his person and upholding all things by his power. By the word of his power, when he had been by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the Father, of the Father in majesty on high. Glory to God. Folks, our Savior is deity. He's God. And when we share the message of Christ, it should, the glory of God should come out. It should come out. He's the word of God. He's the son of God. He's the one that's approved by God. And God showed his approval because he came. The you know, Bible says that the word became flesh. That's John 1, 14, And dwelt among us. He was full of grace and full of truth. He walked on the earth for 33 and a half years. And then he was crucified on the, tree, on the, on the cross. Right? But something happened after that. I said something happened after that. On the third day, the Bible says he rose again. And that showed the approval of God, the sacrifice he made for mankind. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever will believe in him will not perish but have everlasting life. So if you now believe in Jesus Christ, your sins have been imputed on him. His righteousness is imputed on you. Glory to God. And now you and I, we are children of the most high God. Because of what Jesus did. It shows the depth of love for mankind. That God, the Bible says in the book of Philippians that even though he was equal with God, he did not consider that equality something to be grasped. But he humbled himself and became a man. The creator became the created. He left eternity and came into time. Why? Because of his love for you and I. And how desperately he wanted to reconcile us to Father God, who is nothing but holy. So when we share the message of Jesus, we're talking about his glory. Now I'm telling you folks, we have to come to that place where we understand that the God that we are serving is no other God. The Savior that we have is no other Savior. In the Bible, in the book of John, there are seven I Ams that Jesus spoke of. He said, I am the light of the world. People are living in hopelessness. People are living in darkness and sin and rebellion. But Jesus wants the world to know that he is the light. He's the one that can give hope in the darkness. Have you heard of this saying, there's light at the end of the tunnel? Jesus wants the world to know that he is that light. Glory to God. 
He says, I am the bread of life. He's saying, I am your sustenance. What did he say? Man shall not live by bread alone, physical bread, but by every word that proceeds of the mouth of God. And his word is bread. He said, I am that bread. What do you need for sustenance of your emotions, of your soul? He says, I am it. I am the bread of life. He said, I am the vine. Oh, glory to God. Every man wants to be fruitful in this life. Every person wants to produce something that, 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 that is beneficial. Hallelujah. And it says, if I am the vine, you are the branches. Get hooked to me. Abide with me. And you will bear much fruit. So you need fruitfulness. Jesus is saying, I am it. I am the vine. I am the vine. He says, I am the door of the sheep. He is the entrance. Glory to God. Oh, he goes on and says, I am the good shepherd. Oh, I love this. How many of you know Psalm 23? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He, and he just put up Psalm 23 quickly, um, Michelle. I know it's not in my notes, but I just feel we should read that Psalm together. Because he says, I am the good shepherd. Notice what it says in Psalm 23. The, let's read it together. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. Glory to God. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Hallelujah. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. Hallelujah. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus is saying, I am the good shepherd and I have blessings with me. I have protection with me. The good shepherd. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. He spoke to, to somebody who was despondent because their, their loved their brother, mother and, and Mary, their loved brother Lazarus had died. And he says, oh, if you had been here, Lord, he would not have died. And Jesus says, you know what? I, I, yeah, I'm the healer, but I am the resurrection. He brings to life the things that are dead. He is the one that can put life into dry bones. Because he's the resurrection and he's the life. Somebody say hallelujah. And then he makes this proclamation. I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one gets to the Father except by me. Oh folks, the world has to hear about this. Because people think that, oh yes, if you're of this faith, it's okay. If you're of that faith, it's okay. If you represent Christ, you have to let them know that Jesus said, he is the door, he is the way, he's the truth, he is the life. And no one gets to the God of the Bible unless it's through him. Glory to God. This is not the time for us to be silent. This is the time for us to shout it out from the mountaintop. Wherever you are, this is a time for let our light shine. Hallelujah. You know something, 
earlier in the week, I, I was bragging about my daughter, Stephanie, you know, and she doesn't like it when I brag about her, you know, so she's, and then she quickly took out the scriptural card and said, Is, you're not supposed to do that. I'm sure it's in the Bible. And I realized that in the Bible, it says, if you're going to brag, you brag about the Lord. Amen. You brag about the Lord. First Corinthians 131 says this. Therefore, as the scripture says, if you want to boast, boast only about the Lord. If you want to boast, boast only about the Lord. In other words, if you want to brag, brag about the Lord. Just like David when he was going to put Goliath to sleep with that rock. Glory to God. The Bible says, he said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who is this person who doesn't have covenants? David, when he was talking to Goliath, Goliath was cursing him by his gods and saying, you know, you're just a little boy and you're coming to me with sticks and stones and so on. And, Goliath, and then David said, I come to you in the name of the Lord Most High, whose armies you have defied. And he said, today I will cut your head. Glory to God. And you will know that there is a God in heaven. He bragged about Jesus, about God. He bragged about God. Hallelujah. Folks, it's time for us to start bragging about God. There is reason to brag. There is reason to boast. You have a God who is awesome. We have reason to boast about the Lord. Look, I, I want to just convince you about this point because I know the Lord wants to stress it. You know, the Bible says in Psalm 107 too, let the redeemed of the Lord, oh, I can't hear you, help me out a little bit. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Glory to God. In other words, don't be quiet about it. Has he redeemed you? He says, let people know. He says, you know, says, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Oh, glory to God. The Bible says he has delivered us from darkness. He has delivered us from the, the, the kingdom of, of darkness and all of that kind of stuff. And he says, let people know about it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I like the New Living Translation. Has the Lord redeemed you? Then speak out. Tell others. Tell others. Tell others. Tell your families. Tell your friends. Tell your colleagues. If he has redeemed you, boast about it. Tomorrow you go to work and they see a smile on your face. Oh, you're happy on a Monday. Oh, man, you should have seen my handsome pastor preach yesterday. And so, oh, really? Is he that handsome? So then you show him, him that app. Glory to God. Or you tell him what was spoken. What fired you up? And there's an opportunity then to let your light shine. Don't worry about the handsome pastor, okay? I mean, let the light shine. Amen. All I'm saying is that there are opportunities out there. Ask the Lord for an opportunity. Ask the Lord, say, Lord, today I want my light to shine. Grant me an opportunity in Jesus' name and give me the strength. You'll be surprised what the Lord would do. But the Bible says, has the Lord redeemed you? Then speak out. Speak out. This is not the time to be a closet Christian. This is not the time to hide and be silent. This is the time to know that the Lord God is coming soon. And he's coming soon for those who, know, who are waiting for his imminent return. And those who are shining their lights. Folks, I want to see the glory of the Lord in this time. I've heard of the day of the wonders of God, the miracles of God, bless God. I read and I'm happy even about miracles that happen in Hebrides and happen here and there. I want to see it in my time, in my day, in this house, in my life. 
So I want to align myself because the Bible says that his glory will arise upon us as we align ourselves to him. The Bible says something else concerning bragging about the Lord. Jesus said that if he's lifted up, he will draw people to himself. When I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw everyone to myself. Yes, he was speaking about the cross, but there's a powerful principle there. You know, when we gather together, we start worshiping and praising and magnifying him. And non-Christians come in and they see what's happening. That's how he draws them. When we start worshiping in spirit and in truth and having an exuberant praise, the Bible says he inhabits our praise. In other words, he shows up. He's enthroned in our worship, shows up. And that's how he moves on the hearts of people and he draws them. When we brag about him, oh, folks, Jesus is challenging us to let our light shine before men so that men will see that light and so that the Father is glorified. I want the worship team to come up really quickly. I didn't really let them know about this, but if you just come quickly, I want us to sing that Overcome song. It's just some, one of the choruses is just so apt. I want, to, I want to challenge you today. You have reason to brag and boast about the Lord. He's a good God. I said he's a good God. He's a faithful God. You see, the testimonies that you speak overcome the devil, overcomes the evil one. Glory to God. The testimonies that you speak, the Bible said we overcome by the blood of the Lamb. That's what it said in this chorus, that we overcome. You overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. That's all powerful. That's in the hands of you and I. If only we will dare to open our mouths to let our light shine by speaking forth the glory of God, the glory of Jesus.